Today I am lucky enough to be speaking with John Ratzenberger, who plays Ham for the fourth time in Toy Story 4, coming out June 21st. John, how are you today? Very well. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. How are you? I am great. It is a pleasure to talk to you. I've been a fan of yours all the way back into the 80s when you were playing Cliff on Cheers. And uh, I love those Cliffisms and stories that just didn't quite fit but made everybody laugh hysterically. Yeah, well, that uh, that comes from real life because I invented that character in the audition. There was no there was no Cliff uh, until I walked in the door and said, "Do you have a bar know it all?" And they said, "Well, you know, what are you talking about?" And I just launched into this character, and that's the day Cliff was born. <laughs> well, but, that's but it's drawn from real life. It's based on people I had grown up with. Wow. And that's fantastic. And it parlayed into uh, ten, almost 10, well, roughly 10 years on the on television and then into voice acting. And now the great part about voice acting is you don't have to wear makeup to go into the studio. And you've been in more than, uh, well, almost 10 or uh, 10 different Disney Pixar animated features. Uh, I've been in all of them. And every single one of them. So Every yeah. single one, yeah. You, you have a career that we can only aspire to. Well, if, if you want to go into this, I, I just got an email from someone, a friend of a friend whose son wants to go into voice acting and this and that. And I always say the same thing. I said, there's really no such thing as voice acting. It's, you're an actor or you're not an actor. So I always recommend that if you want to do this, you want to do this for a living, then go and take acting lessons. Get up on the stage. Because when you're in the booth, the sound booth, you're going to be acting. Right. So whether it's voice acting or radio or stage or TV, makes no difference. You're still an actor. Yeah. But, I mean, to be the staple in every single Pixar film, including Coco and The Incredibles, and now to be the fourth time picking up Ham again, is right. it um, to be Ham one more time, in, and it's roughly it's 23 years since the first Toy Story movie came out? Yeah, bro. 23, 24, yeah, yeah, something like that, yep. You know, to pick up this character 24 years later, what does it feel like to have transcended two generations within this one franchise? Well, I get a kick out of it um, when, when I take out the ham voice, uh, you know, in some situation I'm in where there are kids, to see their eyes go wide and then look at their parents and say, Mommy! And to hear me. And that's, we're talking about five, six year old kids. Right. Uh, it does feel really good to have done this work. I've been doing this 42 years now, but to still have kids, uh, uh, respond in a positive way to my work, uh, it's very gratifying. In a situation where you have this franchise, you know, where the parents now, you know, were children when the first one came out and now have their right. own kids, who sometimes is more excited, the little kids that are five years old or the parents that are now 27 years old, 28 years old with their children? It's about a, equal. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I just had that uh, happen. I was in uh, England last week and, uh, uh, and that situation arose and the parents were as excited, if not more than the kids. I think that happens a lot with with uh, Disney Pixar features, especially now and Pixar Park being a huge uh, staple at uh, California Adventure and 
just the the uh, the drive that's taken over animation as a whole. Yeah, well, but see, Pixar did it the old-fashioned way. <clears throat> they still do it the old-fashioned way. They work hard at it, and they they keep the standard high, and and they they set the standard for themselves, and their job is to reach their own standard. And as far as Pixar is concerned, they really don't have any competition. Everybody else is in second and third place as far as the work that goes into it. And they also know that Pixar doesn't have any dialogue that you're going to have to white-knuckle the furniture from <laughs> if you're with your kids. Nothing that's going to embarrass you as a parent. Right. But the other uh, uh, companies, when you see their uh, films, there's always some kind of dialogue that you're just embarrassed and you hope your kid doesn't ask you questions about it. Right. Some of the jokes are uh, a little too advanced for, for the five- and six-year-olds. Yeah, I, I, to me, it's just lazy writing, even on sitcoms. Once you, uh, but they call it the the the, uh, the secret code word is edgy. Mm-hmm. The uh, the network will say make it edgy, make it edgy, but that's basically code for make it dirty. Right, and everybody knows that, and they go yet they still do it, and uh, and nobody uh, you know they do it without without any embarrassment too, which is. I always find amazing, right. but you never see that with Pixar. This is true, and I've always found euphemism to be a lot funnier, a euphemism and entendre to be a lot funnier than just straight blue material. I always thought it would be harder to make somebody laugh that way. Yeah, because you're exactly right. Because uh, you know, blue material is easy, and that's the easiest thing in the world. You go below the belt, and everybody's going to giggle mm-hmm. out of embarrassment, at least giggle. Mm-hmm. But that's easy. That's an easy place to go. So why not keep it above the belt and, and just work harder at the joke? Mm-hmm. And uh, to to go back to Toy Story 4, it comes out June 21st. Uh, everyone's excited to see this. It's the fourth installment. Um, unfortunately, we have lost um, Don Rickles. Don, yeah. You know, and who was one of the greatest comedians I had ever seen and somehow was able to use racial humor, but still make himself the butt of the joke and everybody comfortable with it, which is something I couldn't see anyone pulling off today. Um, to come back to a film and somebody like Don is missing, even though everyone recorded in the booth, usually by themselves, uh, is it a bit bittersweet to watch the film without Don's voice being a part of it? Yeah, because also I always ask them at Pixar to, to book my sessions just before or just after Don Rickles, because then I get a chance to spend some time with them. Uh, and I get there early or, uh, you know, I just hang around and wait for him to show up. I, I just liked him. He was just very, a kind man. He was a kind man. And, uh, and the world of history in him. I mean, we talk about Hollywood history. Right. I mean, he was friends with Sinatra. He was a veteran. I mean, you know, the yeah. man did quite a bit, and so it's it's interesting. Well, it's sad to, to lose somebody like him, but it's interesting to hear those stories, like, like you mentioned. Um, coming back for the fourth time, is it like putting on an old pair of comfortable shoes and just being able to go for a walk and relax? Or it, is it still challenging to create ham and, you know, capture not only what came first in the first Toy Story, but how the character has somewhat evolved 
and matured by the fourth installment. Well, him is is comfortable to me because I end up doing him just about twice a week in different situations. I uh, I also uh, uh, donate myself and my ham character to different charities for their auctions. So the successful uh, bidder uh, gets me to call their children or grandchildren as Hammy the Pig. So, you know, I'll, I'll literally call and say, hey, this is Hammy, is uh, Tommy there? And uh, and so I, I do that a lot. And have you been doing this since the first movie or since the second oh, one? Yeah. Oh. No, since, since the very first movie because um, I was uh, National Walk Chairman for the Juvenile Diabetes Foundation. And so that's where I came up with the idea. And so uh, I've used that for different charities, the Boys and Girls Club, things like that. Well, that's great, and I'm sure it, light, it lights up the kids' hearts, especially to hear some of their favorite characters. Oh, yeah, we have a conversation. <laughs> we'll, we'll have a full-blown conversation about their math homework or you know whatever what happened in the playground that day. And now you're a grandfather yourself. What is it like for your your own kids and your grandkids to see you uh, work, whether it was on television, film, or in animation? Because, I mean, I've talked to some people, and they're like, oh, my kids just see it as dad going to work. But there has to be something special when it's a Disney Pixar involvement and going to the parks or whatever else that comes with it. Yeah, I... Um... I don't know. I've 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 been with them and and uh, I've mentioned it to them, and it doesn't seem like. Uh, uh, I mean, they don't throw rose petals in front of you when you walk, if that's what you mean. Right. No, you're 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 a papa. You're, yeah. Oh yeah, is that right? That kind of thing. My own children didn't know that I was uh, an actor until they were oh six or seven years old, and but this is right in the middle of the cheers because. The only thing they had ever seen me do is carpentry. I was a carpenter, oh. and uh, uh, and I'd you know be building things you know around. We had a small little gentleman's farm, and uh, trying to be building things all the time. And, uh, and they thought I was a carpenter because a teacher at school asked the kids, "What do your parents do for a living?" And both of my kids said I was a carpenter. Hmm. So it's I thought that was that was funny. Well, it seems like you and Harrison Ford have a similar background. You both went from carpentry and acting. Well, yeah, Harrison's a, <laughs> a he's a he's a fine carpenter. He uh, although is my understanding, he's a great finished carpenter. I'm a two by four carpenter. I build houses, wow, and and uh, that that type of thing. So, uh, yeah, no, the best best carpenter is a shipwright, the ship's carpenter, that's. Uh, that's the that's the god of all carpenters. But uh, anyway, yeah, um, I'm not familiar with that field to be quite honest with you. So you have to forgive me about that. Well, I actually toured the country uh, from time to time, giving lectures on that subject. You know why why don't young people today have the same skills that the Greatest Generation did? Mm -hmm. And because that's because we our kids are kept inside. Where as before we were led outside, we were free range children, right. climbing trees, riding bicycles, and uh, we were also problem solving um, and taking care of our own needs. 
fixing our bicycles, building a treehouse, right. whatever it is. And there was no parental supervision. Hmm. So it was a big change. Yeah, I've uh, I've seen my friends' kids, uh, you know, basically not allowed out of the house at some point for fear of everything. Right. Yeah. But but John, um, you know, our time is almost up. I just wanted to ask you, what can we expect from Toy Story Four, and where can we find you if you're on social media? Well, social media, uh, I, I just it's Ratzenberger dot com. Okay. I guess. And uh, uh, what was the other question? Oh, what can we expect from Toy Story 4? Because the adventure seems even more uh, exciting than the previous one. Because well, Toy Story uh, 3 you left us a wreck, let's be honest. Well, you're going to still bring tissues with you. Make, okay. sure you, make, sure, make sure you bring a, a pocket full of tissues because you're going to use them. All right. Well, I'm a crier, so I'm probably going to need a whole box myself. <laughs> <All right. laughs> John Ratzenberger, thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure chatting with you, and I hope I get to see you soon. Toy Story 4 is out June 21st. Thank you again. Thanks, Robert. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.